another episode of Making Sales Social Live, where today we're going to talk about slowing down your outreach to speed up your outcome. Welcome to Making Sales Social Live, as we share LinkedIn and social selling training, strategies, and tips that will have an immediate impact on your business. Join Bill McCormick, Bryn Tillman, and me, Bob Woods, every week. Making Sales Social Live. This is the recorded version of our weekly Making Sales Social Live show. And this is something that I think we honed for a good few weeks, right? We really tried to come up with that quick saying that brings it all together. And so slowing down your outreach to speed up your outcome really comes from the heart of social selling, which is it's about building relationships, being of value, bringing resources. The sales will come when the time is right. Exactly. The bottom line is as salespeople, we've got this agenda, right? Which is to talk with more leads, to have more sales conversations with which of course is the goal, but we tend to pitch way too soon. We tend to connect and pitch as a bait and switch, right? We talk about that all the time, but we tend to have our own agenda and we approach it from a perspective of, I can't wait to tell you all the great things I can do for you versus actually bringing value. So let's kind of talk about what that means from a social selling perspective. Well, I think first and foremost, we have to realize that there's no easy button. There's no shortcut. And that's what people are looking for. They're looking for this plug and play option where they can send out massive amounts of outreach on social. And then mm -hmm. people will come back and their inbox will be filled, whether it's on LinkedIn or their email inbox or their phone will ring off the hook. And all these people will want what they have. And when mm -hmm. that doesn't happen, then they try to make it happen themselves. They try to, mm -hmm. I'm just going to then reach out to Bob, even though I don't know him. And can that work? Yes, maybe once in a while. But really the truth is, as we say, if we slow it down, rather than sending out something to thousands of people, if we make our target smaller, right? Mm -hmm. the, the movie, The Patriot, he tells his sons, remember this, aim small, miss small. If you're in for a really small spot on a target and you miss by a couple of inches, you're still within a good range of what you hit. And so when we make our target smaller, when we're looking at less people to have a conversation with, we end up not alienating so many people. I think that's one of my big takeaways in slowing down so that we reach more people is that you know when we do mass outreach to thousands of people, we end up alienating hundreds of people. And so if we reach out to 10 people, we really don't end up alienating anyone if we do it in the right way, because we're going slow, we're taking our time, we're not pitching right away, we're, mm -hmm. we're doing discovery with them as we grow the relationship. And so we know the time is right to say, hey, Bob, let's get on a call and talk about that. Or, hey, Bob, I've got a link to a great article that addresses your prospecting issues let me know if you want it and I'll send it to you. At no point does Bob feel pressure. Bob, I'm giving Bob an out. And so that's one of the tactics in slowing down the speed up. Exactly. And and the one thing that happens, I think, that when you do that speed up thing is 
a negative from what everything that Bill just said. Plus, it makes you look desperate. It makes you look like from what a good friend of ours, Larry Levine, calls commission breath. And when you do it like that, everybody who receives this communication knows that you're looking for one thing and one thing only, the sale. And that's it. And as social sellers, we we can't do that. We teach that all the time. It's really about slowing down the outreach to speed up the outcome. Yeah. I, you know, I love what you guys are saying. So let's talk about this tactically. We connect with someone new and we, you know, I want a sales conversation. They're an ideal lead or an ideal prospect. So I want to say, hey, let's jump on a call so I can tell you about my products and services. But we haven't earned the right to get that conversation, right? And so some of slowing it down is taking the time to earn the right to get that conversation, right? So how do we do that? I'm going to just give an example. Bill shares this great piece of content that uh, around an amazing topic, and he's got all these people that are engaging on this, right? So I may say, hey, there are three or four people engaging on Bill's uh, share that I want to have a conversation with, but I'm not going to connect and pitch. So how do I start a conversation in a way that's meaningful to them? Well, from social listening, and this is at its easiest level, I know they like Bill's stuff. So now maybe I start a conversation around that topic. And when I reach out to them, I say, hey, I see we both like Bill McCormick's stuff. Did you hear him on the Sales Reinvented podcast? It was amazing. He had this insight and that insight. If you're interested, let me know. I'll send you a link. But not about me, about a topic clearly they care about because they're engaging already on Bill's stuff. We just interviewed, um, it was absolutely amazing, Bob Berg, right? And he, you know, he's the uh, co-author of The Go-Giver and of Endless Referrals and just absolutely magic. And he talked about really good salespeople move from being me-centric to other-centric. And that is what we have to do in order to slow it down. If we come in as me-centric, we're going in for the kill, right? We're going in way too quickly and we don't earn the right. And I think it's important to say, you know, you, you said it when we're when we're first connecting, we we find someone like, oh, this is it. This is my my ICP or my IVP, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Your ideal client, your your ideal prospect. Slowing it down doesn't mean you just hit that connect button right away. We need to do some do some research and some due diligence. And you know what? You may find out that they're not congruent with you, that maybe while it looks like it's a good deal, mm-hmm. it may not be a good deal. And uh, I love it. You know, Patrick commented in the chat. He said, patience, patience, patience. And that's true. But what here's what here's one of the big problems for 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 sale. And I've been there salesperson and your 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 pipeline is like drying up. And so because I don't have a lot of prospects in my pipeline, I get desperate to Bob's point before. And so we just start hammering this out. Also, if you're a sales leader or sales manager, you know, what kind of pressure are you putting on your people or, you know, what are their KPIs or their KPAs, their key performance activities that they have to do each day? And where does this fall into there? How are, how much are you pressuring them that they're reaching out indiscriminately to people by slowing down? 
it's we're, we're talking about having better quality conversations and that's really where it starts we're not talking about having a sales call as Bryn said we've got to earn the right to get there and the way that we earn the right is just by having a conversation so many salespeople, individual small business owners entrepreneurs they they don't know how to have a conversation that doesn't say but Bryn, we help companies just like you they just don't know how to do it because they've been taught their whole lives or their whole careers to lead with their solution mm -hmm. rather than leading to their solution. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big key is leading to your solution to get the more raised hands, to get somebody to say, hey, you know what? I want to know more. And then that's a whole different conversation. Well, let's talk about some ways that we can lead to our solution rather than leading with our solution. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've got a bajillion that go through my head, right? But what I, I think what you said is so absolutely critical as salespeople have been taught to lead with, to lead with, let me tell you how I can help you. And I think the key to lead to is shifting your mind and shifting your, your behaviors from the, here's how I can help you to actually helping you. Right. And I think that's the shift. You know, you, you had said, Bill, you know, so many people start with, I help companies just like yours. Instead of telling them that actually start by helping them by letting them test mm -hmm. drive a little bit. Because when you say I help companies just like yours, so if you're saying that to me, I'm thinking, oh, so I'm just another number. I think of the Bob Seger song. I feel like a number. Then you're just another prospect in the pipeline. You're just another name in their CRM. You're just another dollar amount on your goal for the for the for the month. By actually just helping them, you're actually going to differentiate yourself from everyone else out there that's starting and and launching into their their pitch and telling everyone, you know what, we're the top five in this, and we have the best rated customer service in that. That's great, but you know what? That's what everybody says. Mm -hmm. Everybody says that. And so if everybody says it, it actually makes it mean nothing. It could be totally true. It can be absolutely 100% true. But if everyone says it, it automatically lessens that, whatever that is you're talking, whether it's features and benefits of your product, or it's your great customer service line, or it's the fact that you have operator-based customer service in the United States that answer the phone 24 hours a day and seven days a week. That, that's, those are all great things, mm -hmm. but if everybody's doing it and if everybody's saying it, it just doesn't mean as much. And so the first thing is by leading to your solution, you're gonna differentiate yourself and separate yourself from people because they're they're going to get on the eventually having a conversation with you and say, wow, Bryn Tillman didn't try to sell me anything. She didn't right. sell me any training. In fact, I got off the phone with her and I knew all these things I could do on LinkedIn to make my profile better. She showed me. She actually showed me how to do it and she didn't ask anything. Well, so I want to be clear, though. We do ask. In every stage, we ask permission to take it to the next stage. So I, I don't want, I, I don't ever hang up the phone without some kind of ask, but I've earned the right. So really, I just want to make it very clear that in that conversation, I learn something new about them. I learn about them. I help them. I bring value mm -hmm. and then I bridge it 
if there's an op, if I can help them, right? right. So if I've right. identified that I can help them solve their problem, there's a bridge, right? So I've earned the right to ask permission to share how I've been able to help people with a similar situation that is tailored to exactly what I just heard. Not a blanket statement that we help people like you, but we help people with the challenge you just told me that you have, even though I gave you some things that you can go do now. If you're interested, I'd love to to share with you how we've been able to help people with this challenge solve that challenge. And it goes from this one to mass to one to one, where I listened, I heard what they said. I, you know, really brought extreme value to the conversation that's leading to my solution. But I never get off without asking permission to share how I can help them if, if in fact I can. Just to, to redeem myself a little bit, what, what I am really where I was going at was, was when that happens and that happens seamlessly, the person on the other side of the phone doesn't feel like they were on a sales call. You right. know, the FGOP right. ratio, right. they come away going, wow, I got so much more out of that. And yeah, we're going to talk next week about more steps, but I want to talk more, you know, about more steps because we need this because we want it. And it doesn't feel like you don't feel icky. You know, sometimes you get mm-hmm. off you get off a Zoom call with a salesperson, and you're like, oh my God, it, it was 10 minutes and it felt like 45. And I, I feel like I need to go take a shower. You, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that, that's kind of what I was I was going for. And you know, we put the comment up there. Orly, our friend Orly said, offering someone a solution to a real problem without expecting a sale is how you show up. Yes. And you are in the right. So there's social proof in a lot of this, right? Uh, so it's it's one-on-one proof. It's social proof. So how do we add value across the board? So leading to your solution can be one-on-one, but it can also be one to many. We can share content on our newsfeed. We can share content in a group. We can share content to a larger audience to attract specific people, to convert lurkers to engagers. And when we can do that, we get, that's like the first step to converting uh, to a conversation, right? And that's to leading to, right? It's like a little path. So maybe they engage the first time. And then what do we do now? If you liked this, now we take it into the inbox. Or, you know, if you liked this, I have additional insights. I'd love to share your own X. Let me know if you're interested. I'm happy to share it. And that's a conversation. It's back and forth. So we listen to the customer's problems first. Then we provide them with value using our service. It sells itself. There is some real validity to this. And I actually think there's a piece in between before we share value of using our service, we actually share value. We learn their what are their challenges. And when we're sharing one to many, it's you know challenges that we know many people that we serve have. But if we can actually give them value, whether or not they decide to work with us, more of them decide to work with us, right? And that's where I believe slowing down our outreach to speed up the outcome really makes sense. I can't tell you how many people say, I don't understand. I have so much value to bring, but they won't get on a call with me. You haven't earned the right yet. You probably 
led to quickly with your solution? I think you bring up a good point. I want to go back to the study we did about about a year ago because you said you didn't just you didn't talk about just sending them content, right? Because that's what we used to do. We used to we used mm-hmm. to just, you know follow up with a welcome message, say, hey, not sure if you're exploring LinkedIn or social selling training, but but if you are, here's a great list of resources. Here's a great link to some of our resources. And right. another social sales trainer said you're pitching. Yeah, let's call him out. Andy Foote said Andy you're spamming. He, he challenged us. You're spamming. We're like, we're like, no, we're not. Of course, we got offended right away. Not offended, but we got like, like defensive. Hey, no, defensive. Not, not offended, right? And defensive. So we're like, we're gonna prove him wrong. Right. So so we we sent a hundred messages like that. That, that said, you know, here's the link right there. And 19 people open them up. 19% response rate is not real bad. Right. You know, it's- I was like, we're right. Yeah. 19 people clicked through. We did it, but then we changed it slightly. And we right. said, uh, hey, Bryn, thanks for connecting with me here on LinkedIn. Um, if you're not sure if you're exploring social selling or LinkedIn sales strategies, but if you are, please let me know. I'd love to send you a link to some, some resources. And get me, let, let me see if I can get it right here. So 68 out of 100, 69, said, 69 out of 100 said, yes, send me the link. Yeah. And 58 of those clicked, opened it, clicked through and looked at it. Crazy. That's huge. That's like four times or something like that. I know I'm not good at math. That's why I do this. Um, but, but so right it's there, like that's, the way to, that's a way to slow it down. You're putting in an extra step, but mm-hmm. you're giving them, I'm giving Bob an opt out. So Bob can look at that and say, no, I don't really care about that and go on with his day. Here's the thing. I didn't offend Bob. I didn't just send him something he didn't want. I thought of him, right? I was being thoughtful. And so later on, maybe Bob goes back and he has the need. Wait, I remember that Bill McCormick guy. Hey, Bill, now I'd like to, I'd like to see it. And it happens all the time. Exactly. You know, most of our, our yeses are yeses over, over a long period of time or a longer period of time. Or they're just yeses, yes, we're ready, let's go. But it's never, I don't ever really consider it a no because eventually they come around and go, yeah, you know what, we're, we're, we're ready, we're ready for that now. And that's what the slowing down can do and speeding up because you're putting in an extra step, you're putting in a little bit of extra effort and care and concern for the other person, but it's giving them the option and people love to have options. Feel like they have control of their inbox. We haven't spammed them. And there's FOMO. If you right. send the link, they have the link. They don't have to click through. They have it if they ever want it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's fear of missing out. If they don't have the link, they better ask for it. And that's and that's so huge. So huge. I think this was a wonderful episode. Uh, for many reasons, but I think the biggest takeaway that we want everyone to get really is it's not about what you want to get out of the interaction. It's what you want to give in the interaction that will attract your buyers to you. Fantastic. Well, hey, thanks for watching and listening to another episode of Making Sales Social Live, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye, everyone. Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. 
Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.